Welcome to Beacon Baptist Church of Lexington, South Carolina. We trust today's podcast will be a blessing to you. It's good to be here this morning, and I enjoyed the good singing, and uh, I appreciate those that can sing, and they pay me not to sing. Amen. And so I'm not a, I'm not a, as some people say, I'm not a singer, and, uh, but I like to hear those that can sing and the talent, use it for God's glory. And uh, Dr. Runyon, we were in the Philippines one time, and he said, now, it's a custom. First time you come to the Philippines, you must sing. I says, you serious? He said, yes. And uh, there's about a thousand or more there. And uh, he said, you got to sing. They want to hear you sing. <laughs> so they never asked me again. Amen. <laughs> but I tried. I tried to sing. But, uh, but anyway, I'm just not, uh, I'm not, you know, I don't have that ability. But I appreciate, uh, appreciate Pastor Lawson. Amen. amen. And uh, I remember when you first came. Yes, sir. And boy, time flies by, don't it? Good. Yes, I tell you what, amen. just like a weaver shuttle. And now, <laughs> how many years now has been? Four. Four years. Four years. What about that? And, and uh, I'm glad the Lord put you here. I know it was God's will. Yes, and uh, God did that. And Dr. Caldwell. Yes. And all how all that worked and how the Lord showed him and passed the mantle. And I tell you what, it's exciting. Amen. And uh, appreciate you and thank God to come every year. Good to have his missionary brother with us today. Amen. Amen. I tell you what, going to Albania. And I tell you what, uh, we can help you in any way, brother. Let us know. We'll be praying for you. And I need to get one of your cards. And I tell you what, I, I thank God for the burden. And I'm glad God's calling young men and, uh, and uh, into the field. And God, uh, you know, I didn't choose to be in missions. God put me into it 24 years ago. And so I didn't have no reluctance. I thought I was in my life work. Uh, Calvary Baptist there in Rockmart, Georgia. I thought I'd be that rest of my life. And then I went to Egypt too many times. <laughs> and it got in my heart. And uh, so anyway, I, uh, I, I love missions. I love missionaries. And uh, I appreciate the call of God upon their life and what the Lord is doing. You know, as Jesus said, I must be about my father's business. And uh, the imperativeness of that is uh, the immediate is now. We don't need to waste time, waste talent. And uh, we need to be faithful and fervent in the will of God. Give it all you got. Put your hand to the plow of God's will. And I mean, just go forward. Amen. And uh, appreciate my wife being with us today. And, uh, and then the chalk work. Amen. Out there in the parking lot. I don't know who did all that, but somebody, a bunch of them got together and did a, a beautiful chalk work Amen. and had my name on it. What about that? I appreciate that. And so uh, thank you so much. Let's all stand. Your Bible's open now. First Chronicles chapter four. And we're going to hinge here. And uh, we're looking forward to the good meal. But the ladies always do a good job. And Brother Tommy out there cooking, amen, and the grilling. And I tell you what, we appreciate the good uh, fellowship of God's people. 
and I like to eat. Baptists love to eat. I didn't start getting uh, gaining weight until I got saved. And when I got saved, I started gaining weight. And uh, you know, it um, something about Baptists. And so we haven't met until we eat. Amen. <laughs> so I like to eat, and I, hey, by look, some of y'all you like to eat too. Amen. And so uh, nothing wrong with that. And Otto Seidler, uh, when I was at Bible college there, he always said the little, little, the little liberal soul shall be made fat. He said, I take that literally. Amen. <laughs> and so anyway, he is a big man. And um, But I, I appreciate the Lord's people and uh, thank God for you today and the good fellowship. And boy, that Bible, I tell you what, that's beautiful. Amen. You better not lay that down. You better you better hold on to it. It may You may think the rapture took place. <laughs> And, uh, but that's beautiful. Thank you, church, for loving on your pastor. Amen. Amen. We appreciate that. And I know that uh, yeah, that's you do that because you've been trained. Amen. Well, and uh, Dr. Caldwell, and I know you loved on him. And amen. And, uh, and you're doing it right here to preach your loss. And thank amen. God for that. Amen. And, uh, you know, hey, God, honor that. Hey, God, honor that. And, and love your pastor and his wife and his children. And I know he loves you. Amen. But, uh, you know, it was about probably, preacher, it's been, I guess about 10 years ago, uh, right at maybe nine and a half, something like that, and, uh, that I went to Washington, Georgia. And you remember the story. Yes. And uh, I, uh, what I'm going to do by uh, probably at the end of the year, I'm going back. And you say, what do you mean you're going back to Washington, Georgia? Well, I'm going to go back and uh, I'm going to go to the Bounds uh, Memorial, uh, Edward McHenry Bounds Memorial House. And I want to go back to the very room where I stood almost 10 years ago, and I asked the Lord to teach me how to pray, and how to, I wanted to have the ear of God. I wanted to have His touch. I wanted to have His power. You know, I used to, I thought maybe in the ministry is whom, maybe whom I know. I thought maybe it's the degrees and, and get some doctor's degrees. And you know, as I, I've grown older and I appreciate the men of God and I appreciate nothing wrong with education, just get it and get, it, get over it, amen. <laughs> get beyond it. But I'd rather have the sanction of heaven and the power of God sure. and the touch of God on my life. And, uh, and to see God move in, in my own ministry and to walk, walk with Him. But I want to go back uh, to Washington, Georgia when I reach um, uh, the total of the 100 church buildings completed there in Africa. And it'll be toward the end of the year. But I want to go back and just thank the Lord. Amen. Amen for all that's been accomplished for His glory. And the thousands of people that are being saved and all the different things that are happening. But I want to start here this morning and just mind the Lord. I'm going to go into the book of Matthew in a little while, but um, we'll uh, not keep you long because I know they're going to have that meal ready. Amen. And the smell of all that, uh, hey, 
it beckons me over there. <laughs> it beckons me over there. But I'm kind of like Pharaoh. I won't let God's people go. But, uh, you know, uh, that's, that smell over there is different. Amen. And, uh, but it's all right. Hey, we'll just mind God. But your Bible's open to First Chronicles chapter 4. I want to start to read verse 10. And, uh, and then we're going to Second Chronicles. But in just a moment. But, uh, you know, really... Uh, this is my um, 40, I, when my wife and I have been married 48 years, August the 10th. We got married in 74. And, and so this year, 48 years preaching. And when I think about, you know, 48 years preaching, and, I, you know, we're talking about 20 and in, uh, in two more years, in, in uh, 2024, we'll have been preaching 50 years Amen. and married 50 years. And I started well, and I want to finish well. Amen. I want to finish faithful. Yes, sir. I don't want to change colors, you Amen. know. Amen. And uh, there's so much, you know, that uh, churches are changing, preachers are changing, sure. and compromise and all of that. And, and um, but, you know, we want to we stay faithful. But I want to go back to where I prayed that prayer 10 years ago, right at almost 10 years ago. And I want to go back and just thank the Lord. But God's told me some things and and uh, showed me showed me some things and and my walk with God and and uh, I, I appreciate you know the goodness of the Almighty and and the power of prayer. Amen. But here the Bible said in and verse number ten and the Bible said and Jabez called on the God of Israel. And I ask you, do you call on God? What are you saying? What is your heart? What is your desire? Right. You know, when I could hear this missionary this morning, I could feel his, his burden. Sure. His burden comes out. You don't have to get up and tell everybody I got a burden to come out on you. And the pastor has a burden for this church to come out on him. Amen. And, uh, and the Bible said, Jabez called on the God of Israel saying, and notice what he said here, uh, saying, oh, that thou wouldest bless me. I love to see people blessed. Amen. I love to see other ministries blessed. Amen. I pray the blessings of God on this missionary brother. Amen. I pray the blessings of God on you, Pastor. Amen. And, uh, and I want the Lord to bless me. I want God to bless me. I want God to use me. I want to see fruit, more fruit, much fruit, but remaining fruit. Yes. I want to see things accomplished for the glory of God in Amen. my life, in my generation. Oh, that thou wouldest bless me. I like time I hear preachers get up and tell and how the, the blessings of God are coming. And boy, I say, Lord, I sure, boy, I want to be used of God. Amen. I want you to bless me. I want you to help me. I want to have the ear of God, the saints right. of heaven. And the Bible said, oh, that thou was blessed me. But then he said here, and uh, he said, uh, and enlarge my coast. Yes, sir. You think about a preacher, the day may come, you may have... 200, 300, Amen. 500, you never know. Amen. And I never I never dreamed when we started out in, in ministry in Africa, and I got to let you sit down, in a ministry in Africa, and uh, how that we were praying, 
And now we're looking back over 213 church plants. Amen. Oh, that thou would bless me. Yes, sir. And that thou would enlarge my coast. Amen. And oh, listen here, you find enlarge my coast. And uh, that thy hand might be with me. Yes. And all through the New Testament, the Bible talks about the Lord working with them. And boy, I want to, I want God working, you know, in and through me and my life and ministry and that thou wouldest keep me from evil and that it may not grieve me. But then the last part of that, and the Bible said that God granted, Amen. God granted. Amen. Do you have some things this morning that you want God to grant? Do you have some things in your heart, in your life, in your purpose, in your desire that all oh, and that you would, you're asking the Almighty, God grant. Amen. God grant it. Yeah. And boy, there's some things in my life and I'll share with you in a moment. But the Bible said here, and God granted him that which he requested. Father. In Jesus' name, I pray you'll get glory, praise, and preeminence today. Help us today to honor you, the shed blood of Jesus. I thank you for Beacon Baptist Church. I thank you, uh, Lord, for Pastor Lawson. I thank you, Lord, for Dr. Caldwell. I thank you, Lord, for every family here today. I thank you, Lord, for the fellowship. I thank you, God, for saving me. Yes. Oh, God, thank you for 49 years a fellowship with you and the sweetness yes. and uh, Lord the comfort of the Holy Ghost and the Word of God God's people it's been uh, Lord thank you that God you saved me back in 1973 and Father I pray you'd help us to be a blessing to this church today thank you Lord from loving on their pasture and thank you for the good meal today thank you for the good lodging thank you Lord for what you're doing among us help us oh God today we want to give you glory, praise, and preeminence in Christ's name. Amen. You may be seated. Take your Bible and turn over just to the right a moment. And go to 2 Chronicles there and go with me to chapter number 14. I, uh, I was praying about what God would have us to deal with this morning. And, you know, when I try to read a service, I try to find the mind of God. I find to try to find God's will and what the Lord would have us to uh, preach on. And and uh, and I know I, I hey I know I'm right where God wants me to be in the message here this morning. And uh, but I really feel in these days, prefacing the coming of the Lord, if there's ever been a time in God's people that we need to get into the prayer closet and we need to have a family altar and we need to get a hold of the horns of the altar. God is in this time. We need to pray for our nation. We need to pray for our military, pray for pastors and missionaries, evangelists, pray for one another and, uh, and, and, and get a hold of God. Amen. We must do that. It's imperative. I want you to look at Second Chronicles here in chapter 14. I think about the verse in, uh, in uh, John chapter 15 where Jesus said without me, you can do nothing. And if you do it without the Lord, you do it without his power, you do it without his might. Ah, uh, you know, I, 
I, uh, I think about preaching. I think about getting behind uh, the pulpit. I want to have the power of God. I want to have, listen, I want to have the moving of the Holy Ghost and uh, the presence of the Lord among us. I, I want God not to be grieved or smothered or quenched right. the Holy Ghost. I want God, uh, listen, going up and down these aisles and in the hearts of the, His people. And the Bible said here in verse 11, uh, I realize that I can't, but God can. I realize I don't have it, but God does. And uh, brother missionary, I don't know you first time I met you, but you know, when I started out on deputation and I had, I realized that God has a number of churches for me. Uh, I just got to be faithful and I got to just keep going and wait on God. And maybe those that I know may not take me on. Maybe those that I went to Bible college where they may not take me on, but I didn't want to, listen, I wasn't going to take it personally or get bitter, but I knew that God was going to fund it and God was going to make it happen. And God had enough churches out there that he was going to touch and make it all come together. And all oh, listen, hey, I, I realized that, listen, hey, just get a hold of God. And God can do the miraculous and God can do great and mighty things. The Bible said here in verse 11 and the battle there. But anyway, notice the Bible said Asa, Asa cried unto the Lord his God. Oh, daddy, do you pray? Mama, do you pray? Children, do you pray? Our teenagers, do you pray? The Bible said Asa cried unto the Lord his God. And the Bible said here, uh, he said, Lord, it is nothing with thee to help, whether with many or with them that have no power. And I, I, that, you know, right there in that verse, I realized that, you know, as I stood before Malaba, there in Africa with that first, you know, it was, God, the Lord, this had never happened before. And I was standing before 1,800 people. And it's like God was nudging me from heaven and asked him, how many have a, have a Bible? And I asked him, I said, how many have a Bible today? And all, only 100 raised their hand. And I began to weep. It broke my heart. I uh, listen, I'd never done that before. And then, and, uh, and, and I stepped out on faith that day. Uh, and this was going to take the power of God, the might of God, the touch of God to do this. What I, as, as we were standing there and I said, I don't know how, I don't know when, I don't know. Uh, I've never shipped a container of Bibles. I don't know how much it costs to ship a container of Bibles, but I said, I know it's God's will. You have a Bible. I come back to America. I told Dr. Runyon, I said, Dr. Runyon, I said, I've stepped out on faith. I've never done this before. And I said, uh, I told the, the, the African people, I said, we're going to get them a Bible. And I come back and we begin to search. We begin to pray. And in six months time, uh, and, uh, you know, whether with many of them that have no power. And I, I see myself in this verse. And as I, as I stood there before them people, I didn't know, I didn't have any Bibles. I didn't have the money to ship a container. I didn't know how to ship a container of Bibles. And, but then in six months, and you, show, you saw it this morning, and how that, that God gave us uh, those 40, uh, 41,300 King James Bibles. And God raised up the money. We shipped them over there. And we got back to Africa. And all we were passing out ten Bibles and mothers and daddies and children and teenagers were getting a copy of the Word of God. Amen. And all oh, listen. Right here in this verse, help us. 
That's where I was at. Help us. Oh, we need the help of God, church. We need God's help. We need God's blessings. Oh, that thou wouldst bless me and that thou would enlarge my coast and use me. Well, the Bible said here, I weather with many with them that have no power. Help us. Oh, Lord our God, for we rest on thee. And in thy name we go against this multitude. O oh Lord, thou art our God. Uh, let not man prevail against thee. Uh, my friend, listen, we have a, uh, there in Psalm 8110, the Lord says, I, I am the Lord thy God that brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide. God said, I'll fill it. I'm asking you today, how hungry are you? I'm hungry today to see souls saved. I'm hungry today to give the word of God. My friend, listen to those around the world. Amen. There in Ukraine, Dr. Lamont, uh, Lamont there in Bible Literature Missionary Foundation have stepped out by faith. And uh, they sent the letter, got the letter the other day, and they have stepped out. And they're going to need the help of God. They're going to need the, the power of God. But they stepped out by faith to print one million New Testaments for the Ukrainian people. Amen. And all around there, it's going to take a million dollars to do that. Help us, oh God. Boy, what a challenge that was. And then Sea Line International here just recently there in Brazil, Indiana, and how it was their burden, our Dr. Uh, Davison there. And he, he called me, takes me, and he said, Hey, he said, we're gonna uh, we're gonna send a hundred thousand John and Romans uh, there uh, to the surrounding areas of Ukraine to the refugees there. And uh, and uh, we need this amount of money to take and and uh, and, and do that. I think it was sixteen thousand dollars in about a week. God sent all the money in. Amen. And my friend, listen, the Bibles are gonna go out of the, the, the John and Romans are going out on the 28th of this month into those containers. Help us. What do you need help for today? Amen. Take your Bible, turn to Matthew now. Matthew there, and uh, go to Matthew chapter, let's see where I'm at. Matthew, I think it's chapter number 14. Matthew 14. And uh, notice your Bible said here, Matthew 14, 28. Sister Caldwell, she was in Israel a while back. She'd go again, amen. <laughs> I've been 16 times. I'd go again, hallelujah. But here is uh, in verse 28, all in the beautiful Sea of Tiberias, Lake of Genesaret, Sea of Galilee, all the same place. 14 miles long, 7 miles across, shaped like a heart, meaning say. But we notice the Bible said that uh, here in verse number 28, and Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, now I want you to look at these two words here, bid me. And I want you to be very, I guess, as would say, having sobriety, soberness, sincerity, calmness, quietness. Oh, listen to the Holy Ghost of God, God the Spirit moving among us. Bid me what is, what is, as you look at that verse right there, and uh, if it be thou bid me come unto thee on the water. Uh, in other words, I see here there, there had to be, uh, in other words, there had to be a trust in, in Peter's life to the Lord. I think about, again, I'm using our missionary brother here, 
and how that he's going to leave family, he's going to leave finances, he's going to leave, uh, listen, uh, his future is in the hands of the Almighty and the call of God upon his life, and there he's going to go to Albania, and, and he must trust the Lord. Uh, uh, he's putting his family on the altar, his children on the altar, his finances on the altar. And all uh, we find here in the Word of God, and Peter here, as they're all in the boat there, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And look in verse number 29, the Bible said, and he said, come, come. When I think about courage, it comes from the presence of the Lord. If we get, if we get in the among the Lord, Oh, listen, there are a lot of things that can happen. It won't be in our ability. It won't be in our strength. It won't be in our means. It'll be in the power of God. It'll be in the presence of the Lord. And you'll find that Peter, my friend, listen, there had to be a trust in. And how much do you trust him today? I think about Paul, that verse, preacher, there in the storm, Eurocladon, and all hope is gone there, and how that, that Paul found a place to pray in the time of adversity, in the time of trial, in the time of a storm, in a time, listen, when people are running from the church, they're running in front away from God, they'll be running to the Lord, amen. You'll find in that storm, after long abstinence in Acts, and you'll find that God, give, God gave him a promise. God gave him a promise. God gave him a promise. George Mueller said, learn to pray the promises of God. Learn to take the Word of God and pray the very Word of God. George Mueller prayed. My friend, I think he read the Bible 200 times, and 50 of those times he read the Bible on his knees in humility. Do you read the Bible? Do you study the Bible, read the Bible? I try to go through the Bible several times a year. I was reading the New Testament every 30 days. I've changed some of that out for various reasons in my own life. But oh, my friend, to find the Word of God and find the mind of God and listen to see the promises of the Almighty. And Paul, in the storm of Jerusalem, my friend, God told him, fear not. Amen. God gave him a promise. Right. And he went back on the deck of that ship and he says, be of good cheer, sirs, for I believe God. Do you believe God? Ask yourself, do you believe the Almighty? Well, the Bible said, for, he said, he said, for I believe God, then the antecedent, he said, that it shall be even as he was told me. And so faith based on the promises of the Word of God, faith based on my friend what God said and believing it. Well, That's really been a challenge in my own life, preacher. You say, do you ever get discouraged? Do you ever become disquieted? Do you ever become despondent? I'm human. I'm flesh. There's no halos on my head. <laughs> uh, there's no wings behind me. 
And, uh, you know, listen, hey, I'm frail. I, I, I falter. I, listen, I, I'm, I'm timid. I'm maybe I'm weak in certain areas. And, and my dependency is upon God. But when I, if I ever comes a time that I get to squat and discourage, you know what I do now? I just go back and look at what God's already wrought. Amen. I look at all the, I go back to my prior journal. I go back to my friend, I go back to uh, maybe over a hundred pages and 50 to 60 line items upon every page. And my friend, I go back to when I dated it, I prayed it and I dated it and I checked it off. And I go back, my friend, to see what God's already done in the past. And the same God that did it yesterday would do it, my friend, today. Amen. Man. And so we got to believe God. You know what? Why, why did God tell him to rehearse all by the crossing of the Jordan? What mean ye by these stones? My friend, that was an attestation of the power of God and the might of the Almighty that what God's already wrote. And listen, you and I need not forget the miracles that God's already performed in your life. Man. I look back. Dr. Lamont said, uh, you want to ship two containers this year of Bibles? I said, well, preacher, we've never done that in the past. I said, uh, in my mind, I'm calculating finances. <laughs> and he said, uh, I thought, well, it's going to cost me about 20000 to do it. He said, well, he said, I'll step out by faith and print them. If you'll step out by faith and ship them. And I said, well, it's a done deal. Amen. I said, God can do it. Right. And we just shipped the first container. 14,000 raised. And God, we shipped the first container, almost 29,000 Bibles, New Testaments, commentaries, 540,000 gospel tracts, 30,000 uh, 30, God's simple plan of salvation tracts, and all of that's in his route right now to Africa, and we're going to ship another container probably in August, and the same God that shipped the first one will ship the second one, amen. That'll be number 11, my friend. Listen, bid me. Bid me. I remember it's like I'm standing before the African people and I say, Bid me come unto thee. Right. In the presence of the Almighty. And now I look back. We're right at now soon to be 11 containers of Bibles. Amen. Bid me come. In other words, you got to, there's courage in the presence of the Lord. Yes, there may be a storm on the horizon. Yes, there may be difficulty. But I'm going to tell you something. There's got to be an asking. Yes, sir. What are you asking for today? Right. Oh, the Bible said here, let's go a little further. It's already 11 o'clock in Alabama. Now, notice your Bible said. <laughs> and Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou bid me come unto thee and uh, walk on the water. Are coming to thee on the water, and he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, notice your Bible said he walked on the water. There was a trusting, sure. and there was a walking. You know, a miracle took place. I've been on the ship Galilee, I've never walked on the water. <laughs> But I, I think I take that, you know, and 
I remember Dr. Seiler. Dr. Seiler was a, I sat on him six years, worked for Oliver B. Green those four years, and there in the heyday. And preacher, I remember this, just as like I'm standing there in that auditorium hearing him sound out what he said. He said, God has given me everything I asked for in the ministry. And I thought, what a prayer life, what faith, what, what that relationship with God, that God would give him, God granted him that which he requested. God has given me everything I asked for in the ministry. I wrote it down in my Bible with such a phenomenal statement. But I'm excited God did that for him. Sure. But what about you? And what about me? Amen. Bid me come. Sure. Amen. Some of the others could have done that. They could have requested that, but they didn't. But Peter did. Bid me come. And there was an, there was an, there was a courage and in, in the in the presence of the Lord. Right. But then notice something else here in this verse here. And the Bible said, the Bible said here in, in uh, verse 30, but when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And the Bible said, beginning to sink. And he said, Lord, uh, he cried saying, Lord, save me. And, and, uh, and really I see here that the answer to fear uh, is faith, my friend, in the I am. Amen. We must get our eyes upon the I am. We get our eyes upon the Lord. Many times we get our eyes upon all the difficulties and the, the dilemmas. This year, in my prior journal, I'm asking God for and, and enable me to start 20 new church plants this year. And I know that's going to it's going to take God to do that. I'm asking the Almighty, uh, in other words, enable us to build 20 church buildings, ship two containers of Bibles. Bid me. When inflation is everywhere. Yes, sir. When the cost, everything's rising, and all missionaries are challenged, and when churches are challenged, and maybe they, they're strapped in their finances, brother, and they say, well, we can't take on any more missionaries. We're dropping missionaries, and you're challenged with, hey, God's called me. God sent me. God's going to make it happen. You can't, we can't get our eyes upon the distractions. We can't get our eyes upon the waves of life. We can't get our eyes upon the boisterous position. But my friend, in the midst of fear, we've got to have faith in the great I am. Amen. The I am God still able. Believe ye that I'm able to do this. So what is your this? I'm as sure as I'm standing right here and preacher, God bear me record. And I come back next year 
I'm going to show you 20 church plants. Amen. I'm going to show you 20 church buildings. Amen. You say, how do you know that? Because I know it's the will of God. I believe it's the will of God. And that my friend, God's going to make it happen. God's going to send the funds in. God's going to or orchestrate all of that. My friend, fear, yes. And all, listen, all that's going on. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to trust God in Nairobi. I'm going to call him next week. Amen. And I'm going to tell him, don't worry about the prices. Don't worry about the lumber. Don't worry about the inflation over there. Don't worry about the high cost. My friend, God wants that church built. And God's going to send the money in. God's going to make it happen. I'm going to tell him, go ahead. Bid me coming to the on the water. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Bid me. And you, so you find, he said, come. And Peter let go of that rope of security, and he walked on the water. And we begin to see the, the boisterous waves there. And I see something here that I wrote down, that doubt is an evidence of a double-minded man. And sometimes what happens you know, is, is this the will of God that I'm praying? Is this the very will of God that I'm praying? I want to have spiritual praying. There's a triology. If you'll take, and I've said this before, if you'll take uh, Psalm 1, Joshua, uh, listen uh, there, Joshua 1 8, Psalm 1, James 1 25, put them all together. This man shall be blessed in his deed. Now, I'm not talking about material success. I'm not talking about in that category, but I'm talking about having spiritual success at the throne of God. Amen. This is God's will. So if I know it to be God's will and I'm praying yes, it, what about 1 John 5? And this is the confidence that I have in Him. And, and you know the verse, it says, according to His will. So in other words, if I have this confidence and a surety, and I know that I'm praying the very will of God, it's a done deal. Right. Amen. I don't know how. I don't know when. And I don't know where. And brother, when I went into missions 24 years ago, some of them said, you need to find some of the biggest churches. You need to find the churches that have money. You need to go to those churches that maybe there's a rich man in the church. And oh, get to know the rich man. Did I do any of that? No. <laughs> you know what, preacher? 
I've seen God take 5, 10, 15, 20 people. My friend, little as much when God is in him. I've seen God touch widow women. I've seen God touch this one and that one, my friend, to make it happen. I don't know whom. I don't know where. But my friend, I know God can do it. Amen. Because bid me come. And I'm going to tell you something. Listen, hey, God can take and supply the needs miraculously. There's a couple more things I'm trying to hurry. I'm just trying to find the mind of the Holy Ghost. But I don't want to have doubt. I think it's one of the biggest killing effects of Christianity is unbelief. We don't, people don't believe God like He used to. They say God don't work like He used to work. They say God can't save like He used to save. Let me tell you something. There's no, there's no person that God can save. There's no place that God can revive. There's no prayer that God cannot answer. There's no problem that God cannot solve. We serve a big God. Amen. Amen. But doubt. Doubt. And I challenge you, church, honestly. Get in the Bible and find verses that God gives you and put them on index cards and prayer verses and learn to pray them. I have one over 100 of them that I use in my own praying. And, and my friend, finding the mind of God and taking verses to the Lord and watching God do the impossible. But notice what he said in verse number 33 when they, they were coming to the ship. Go look at verse 31. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and called him and said unto him, O thou little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? You ever say quietly, unnoticed in your mind, it can't help. That can't be done. It's not going to happen in our generation. I was in rehearsal this morning. And when they were come together, they rehearsed all that God had done. I tell these missionaries, Listen, hey, people are believing in you. They're going to take you on by faith and then go on the field and come back. The next time you come back, you're going to come back with some war stories. You're going to come back with a lot of victories and a lot of things that God's going to, he's, he's wrought and how the Lord's sanctioned and the Lord's blessed. And, and uh, you know, I rehearse. It's not about me, preacher. It's not about IBOM. It's not about Dr. Smith. But it's about rehearse all that God. Right. Boy, if we can just, as, as we look at that verse, all that God had done with them, with them. And boy, I want the Lord working with me. Amen. I'm co-partners with God. I'm a servant 
my friends serving the Lord Jesus Christ and, and uh, listen, accomplishing His will and work in my life and generation. But the Bible said here in verse number 32, and when they were coming to the ship, the wind ceased, and then they that were in the ship came and worshiped Him and said Him a truth, Thou art the Son of God, and here you'll find confession. They were confessing Jesus' sonship in the evidence. My friend, there they are. And in, in, in faith, overcoming fear, and seeing what God has miraculously wrought. I guess, you know, having worked under Oliver B. Green those years, 195 radio stations, and man, one track he rode, and a thousand people rode in and said he got saved, and Sat under Harold Siler those six years, a tabernacle, and what a great general he was. I mean, for the Lord, and great Bible teacher on and on, and radio preacher and all of that. And I saw those two great men of God. It makes me hungry because I see how God used them. And how they asked. And then it encourages me. There's got to be an asking in my life. Bid me come. Bid me come, Lord, unto thee. So in conclusion this morning, what are you asking? Bid me come. I got a lot of things I'm asking God for. There's a lot of things in my prayer journal I'm asking God for. The Bible said, but without faith it's impossible to please him. He that cometh to God must believe that he is, and he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. But are we the diligent seeker? Are we, it's kind of like dead faith, disrupted faith. We call it demonic faith. The devil's also believed and tremble. Our dynamic faith. Little faith. Walk on the water. <laughs> what degree is our faith? I don't need faith for what I have, but I need faith for what I don't have. Of things hoped for. I'm believing where Maybe humanly, inhumanly possible, it's, it can't happen. You know, Dr. Echo, them over there, he's told me over and over, he said, I want to prove to the American preachers that we Africans, we can do it. Amen. You just help us and train us. We, we'll, we'll do the work. You let us do it. We'll do it. Right. And they're doing it. But what is it this morning that you're asking the impossible? Bid me. Let's all stand. Let's all stand. Heads about, eyes are closed, and the altar's open. You want to come on? You come on. Draw not of God, he'll draw not of you.
It's got to be an asking. Bid me come. Bid me come. Come on. What's God got in your heart to do? Thank you for making us part of your day. We would love to hear from you. Please find us on Facebook or at our website, bbclexington.com. Okay.